0: Do you know it's time to answer the call How do you know how are there what is going to be in your surroundings what's going to be taking place in your life? How do you know? My family used to have a saying when I was little and it was the greater The attack, the greater the call. And you know when it's time to answer the call, the greater that the attack is. What is happening in your life right now? What is trying to drown you? What is trying to keep you from thriving? That is the call, that is the gift, because it propels you forward into a place that you would have not otherwise been able to see. How do you know? How are you able to do what you need to do for your family? You know it by the attack. What pushed me to go forward and answer the call and stop wasting time was my daughter getting over a 100 stitches from a suicide attempt. She cut her face like the Joker from dimple to dimple. To the corners of her mouth. How do you know how to answer the call? When things like that are happening, it's the love of money that is the root of all evil, not the money. Because to answer the call, all these things will be added to you. your call. Look for the purpose that you were put on this earth. The purpose is what ails you. What makes your family sick? What makes you sick? What you can't bear? That is the purpose mental illness for me that's what did it teaching people that you can't treat people children or anyone and talk to them any old kind of way that is what propelled me forward when i saw the effects it had on my daughter when i felt helpless when i knew that a hospital could not raise my child. When I knew that she needed to be home and I knew what amount of money do I have to make? What is my price tag? What do I have to do in order for my child to have a psychiatrist or a registered nurse full-time in my home? What do I need to do? When I knew that in order to get my daughter to where she needed to be and to heal her from the divorce and all of the abuse in our divorce and the marriage I had with her father, I knew my daughter needed to be in a hospital. But more importantly, I knew that my house needed to be the hospital. That's how you know, that's how you know, when your why is so big, what is my why? Keeping my daughter alive. She said to me, mommy, when I was cutting my wrist, I cut open my skin, And I was able to see my vein. And through the cut, I was able to see my vein pulsating. I knew I needed to stop. But when the emotional pain overtakes the person, how? What do they need to do? They don't know. They cannot control themselves. And this is where reinforcement comes in. This is where I knew that I had to get a community of professionals around my daughter. I knew community would heal my children, but I knew even more so for my oldest daughter that I needed a community of licensed professionals around her around the clock. I needed to curate a hospital at home because the hospital No longer sufficed. It didn't suffice. It never was enough. I didn't want her in a hospital anymore. Because what I knew about the hospital was that the children were cheating the medicine. And they were going behind staff um, and crushing the medicine. And sometimes snorting it. Sometimes sharing it. That, when my daughter told me that, that's when I knew I didn't want her in the hospital. That's when I knew I needed to propel forward and do something more. What was my why? My why was when I got sick with vertigo and I couldn't figure out, no one could figure out what was wrong with me. I'd taken two MRIs, two CAT scans, and an echo, and there was nothing wrong. They couldn't see what was wrong. I took two more MRIs and they still couldn't see what was wrong. But they knew that I had vertigo. They knew I had extreme dizziness. I couldn't stop throwing up. They gave me two COVID tests to just be sure. i thrown up so much. that in a week's time, I threw up everything in my stomach. I lost so much potassium that my muscles and my legs began to break down. It was breaking down my muscles and my legs. I had no more muscle strength in my legs and I could not walk, not without a walker. I had absolutely no balance. And any time I just so much as sat up, I wanted to throw up. I started having blind spots in my vision. And when the neurologist would put her hand close to my nose, I was not able to see her hand. This is when I had to move and leave my son with his father. And when I left my son with his father and I tried to come back and get my son, his father refused to give him back to me. I was in New York, he was in Florida, he refused to give him back to me. Some would call that kidnapping. It was no surprise to me, as I'd been held hostage in the room several times. Whenever he would get mad, he wouldn't let me leave. Going through what I went through with my firstborn and how much her mental health was Affected by fighting and bickering in a household, by fighting between parents, now my son was kidnapped. Now, here's the thing, because I didn't lose custody of my son. His father just decided that I wasn't going to get him back. because he didn't want him to move to New York. A lawyer that I paid that was doing absolutely nothing with a retainer of $3,000 is absolutely nothing. What was my why to get my son back? To protect my children's mental health with everything in me, to make sure that I did not abandon my son to make sure that my son didn't grow up with mommy issues because we all know that a womanizer is created with the mom. It is my duty to look after my children. It is my responsibility, my sole responsibility to go after what they need most. My why was my children. How do you know it's time to answer the call? You know by the tragedy that's in your life. What ails you? What is hurting you? How do you fix that? How do you go after what is right? How do you get everything you need for your children? Answering the call is your wealth. You can try to fight it. You can try to say that, oh, no, I'm not supposed to have money. That is a lie that is a lie because I'll tell you something, that poverty is what mental illness is. Poverty is a mental illness. How do you overcome that mental illness? By educating yourself, by answering the call, by making sure that your why becomes the reason for you to live and you to push forward I knew what I was up against, especially with the father of my child. And I said, okay, if you don't want to give him back to me, you will not force me to move back to Florida. I'm done with bouncing around. You will not force me to do something out of my character. I'm done. I moved to Florida for you once, I'm not doing it again. My reason was my children. What is your reason? How do you surpass what's going on to you, for you, around you right now? How do you get through it? You get through it with money. Answer your call. Because if you answer the call, all these things will be added to you. But first, you need to go after the call. Because there's peace and joy in the call. Everything you need is in the call. Nothing outside the call is anything you need everything you'll ever need in this life is in your why everything you need for your children everything you need for your family everything you need for you is in your why what ends up happening how do you find your husband you find your husband in your why stop looking for your husband at the grocery store and at church And at work. God is bigger than your job, than your church, than your grocery store, than the library. Then stop looking for your husband when you're trying to run errands. Your husband will match your energy. Your husband will be able to stand neck to neck with you in everything you do. You won't have to minimize yourself for your real husband and stop looking for your husband and other people's husband. That's not your man. Get on track, answer the call. Because your peace and your joy and your wealth is in the call. It is your job, your duty why you are here on this earth it's for one assignment one purpose you may have many talents answer all of the calls because when life comes it's coming to collect on those talents and you have to be able to show to garnish the wealth of that talent how are you going to be able to prove to yourself and those around you that you are worthy of this life? You know why you keep going down to that job that you hate? Because you set you've dug your heels in it and you're fighting for something that's not yours. That job isn't yours. And then you're Fighting to climb the corporate ladder. The corporate ladder isn't yours. Your position, your place, your call is where you belong, and you don't have to fight anyone for it. And many people say that the market is saturated. No, it is not. There are people that are made. Just for you. There are relationships that are supposed to be made. There are networks that are supposed to be put into place. Every person you meet is a network. Because every person you meet is your net worth. Start treating people like accounts. If you treat someone like checking account, you will have a better time here on earth. What do I mean by that? Now, if I go and I do something mean to the person, I talk to the person, I become short with a person, I talk to the person in a rather nasty tone. If I'm mean to someone, if I was supposed to go to someone's house and we were, we were going to have breakfast together or lunch. And I don't even so much as call to let them know that I'm not going to be able to make it there. I have just added a debt onto that relationship. If I steal from them, if I lie to them, I have just added a debt to that relationship. If I cheat on them, I have just added a debt to that relationship. But if I treat them kindly, if I joke around with them, if I make sure that I don't offend them, if I make sure that I come around and I actually intentionally try to love this person, find out what their love language is. I try to spend quality time with this person. Find out how they see love and then give it to them. But more importantly, just be kind. Just be courteous. Just speak softly. Be careful always of your tone. Be careful always of the facial expressions that you're making. Be careful. Then I would have added a credit onto this account. And before you know it, throughout time, your wealth will build up in that person. Because true wealth is your network. It's the people that are in your life. That's true wealth. Nothing else. There are things that relationships can make and things that relationships can do for your life that money will never be able to do. You can't buy a reference letter. You can't buy a reference. You can pay for a a helping hand, but what happens when you need someone to come to your aid? Before you become this wealthy person that can pay for everything. How do you do that? You do that through the people that are in your life. You do that by making sure that you're attending to their mental health. Taking care of their spirit. Taking care of the things that they need. Making sure that boundaries are in place. These are all ways to build up your wealth. So as you're answering your call, make sure you're answering it with love. Make sure you're answering it with discipline. When I started looking into the wealthy and started looking into the people of value and the people that were successful and Everyone is a person of value, but how many people are valuing this person? That's what I mean. The famous, the rich. Then I started to see, okay, then the Kobe's. How did Kobe do it? Kobe's one of my all-time favorites because Kobe had this thing called the mamba mentality. And in the beginning, I was a little afraid. But then when I heard him describe the mamba mentality then I said well why is it in the image of a serpent and then I was led to the scripture where Moses and the people from Egypt the Israelites were in the desert and they'd done something I think they were worshiping gods or or Something weird. And God released serpents on the people to kill him. And then the people repent and all repentance is. Is, uh, is changing your mind. That's all repentance is. So the people changed their mind. And they asked Moses to talk to God for him, for them. And what Moses did, God gave him specific instructions. And the instructions were this. Some translations say that God told Moses to put a serpent on fire. On a stick, on the staff, in front of the people to heal the people. Then God told them. In other translations, it says that there was a serpent, a bronze serpent to heal the people. What heals the people? The serpent. It was the serpent on fire that heals the people. And so, then I realized. That it was the serpent on fire, this mamba mentality that Kobe had that caused him to reach him, reach to a a different length, to higher heights. You have a responsibility. You have your responsibility, but what is your why? Because nothing is going to change for you until you can't take it anymore. Until your back is against the wall. What is pushing you against the wall? Someone said to me, you'll never get your son back. Look at what he's doing and he's going to talk about you. And he's going to put all types of stuff in his head. Make sure you have everything documented. So one day when you see your son again, you'll be able to prove to him that you would always loved him. That you fought for him. That you tried to be there for him. Because he's not going to give him back to you. I remember it making me so angry. It made me so angry. There was nothing else. My sleep schedule, your health is important. But somehow there's this adrenaline that rushes through your body when your why becomes bigger than your eight hours of sleep. Let the adrenaline of anger rush through you. The Bible says, be angry, sin not. But righteous anger is the one that you get up in the morning at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, and you say, no, enough is enough. Now, what do I have to do to get my children back? What do I have to do to get my children back on track? What do I have to do to create a hospital within my home? I need a full staff. I need a nanny. I need a registered nurse. I need a gardener because I understand how important it is to have nutritious foods for your mental health. I need my children to have separate spaces. Each one of my children needs their own room because I understand how important it is to have your own space for your mental health, for your woosa. What? is your why. And how do you achieve what it is that you need to achieve?